Ladies and gentlemen, go check out all of our great sponsors. Go check out Boss Shot Shells for all of your shotgun shell needs. Go check out Dive Bomb Industries, Pacific Calls, Double T British Kennels, Ducks Unlimited, the Gun Dog Outdoors, Shin Gear Waiters, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Bangtail Whiskey, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, and Dirty Duck Coffee. Ladies and gentlemen, it is week two in the NFL, and we have Mr. Jason Hart on with us. He's our guest picker. Uh, the standings are Jeff's ahead. I'm in second, and then, no, I take that back. Jeff's in first, guest in second, and I believe I am in last place. So uh, nobody got any swag last week, but maybe this is a week that we send out $100 in swag. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Gun Dog Outdoors. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. Take care of your four legged hunting buddy. Make sure they're taken care of, and protect yourself with the field trauma kit. September is half over. It's crazy, man. There, I don't know who is in charge of the time warp that gets going whenever fall finally gets here, but they need to turn it off because summer and spring seems to February and March are like the longest months ever. And then you go to sleep two or three times, and September's already over. February, March, and April suck. I don't mind April because it's turkey season. But February and March are long, and then... It was real long this year because I didn't have no tornadoes to chase. So June, it was a very boring spring. June's kind of a long month. But yeah, after I, the 4th of July, everything pretty much goes. Goes by pretty quick. With us today, can we talk about where you're from, or are we allowed to even say that? Talk oh, yeah. Yeah, we could talk about all of it. From Fort Leavenworth, Kansas, where we lock up some of the nation's biggest assholes. Mike Vick went there. Did he? He did. He did. He did. Our friend Jason Hart. Jason, how are you doing, sir? Good, guys. How are y'all doing? Doing good. How long have you been a waterfowl hunter? So my rookie season was last year. So this is start of year two. Teal season started this past Saturday. Um, so, yeah, year started year two. What made you get into waterfowl hunting at this age of your life? So I'm 44 years old. Um, I've got married uh, 19 years, got four kids. I got one son who's 13, uh, daughter 12, and then the other two daughters are seven and four. Well, two years ago, I was deployed uh, to the Middle East. And my son, we were talking one night and he was home and he said, hey, dad, I went duck hunting. And I was like, what do you mean you went duck hunting? Like, we don't, we don't duck hunt. And he said, well, I took your <laughs> shotgun. I had a Remington 1187. He goes, I bought some shells from Academy and I went duck hunting. And now I say that and I can feel Lee Chose and Brandon Sarecki kind of side-eyeing me from wherever they are because, you know, there was no patterning. He just found the cheapest steel shells and went out and tried to shoot some ducks. And he passed shot at a couple of ducks and obviously did not hit anything, but he fell in love with it. And it was really more, I think, the social aspect of it. Um, so he said, hey, dad, I want to I want to start duck hunting. And I was like, oh, my God, like. Here goes, here goes Heather talking about how much money we're spending and, you know, so on and so forth. So that's how we got started. I knew we were coming to Kansas at our next assignment from Georgia. And I said, all right, if we're going to start duck hunting, that's probably the place we're going <laughs> to, we're going to go at. So that's how we started duck hunting. Really? Kansas is, I can think of worse places to be if you want to start duck hunting. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. Uh, probably, you know, um, California, just because you got to put up with their policies, yeah. uh, Nevada, Utah, you know, those desert environments. But yeah, there's a lot of waterfowl here. Now we were not super successful, you know, a lot of learning, uh, definitely went through some hard times, but we're back at it this year. And, um, you know, we had a good, good start at teal season. So that's good. How'd y'all do? Uh, I started off with four birds. He ended up killing a triple with one shot. Wow. Um, I had, I had one, um, water swatted it next to a coot decoy. Um, had another one up in the weeds, but I never saw it. And then uh, I did the classic, oh, hey, here comes a big wad and shot at the wad and 
missed everything. So isn't that funny happened. how that happens? Like you've got you've got BBs that just spread out over over the landscape, and then a small wad of teal somehow can avoid every single one of those. Yeah, yeah. We bought um, a couple boxes of the Boss Sevens this year that Stinger load and Stingers. Man, that that's a uh, between the doves and the and the teal. Yeah, those are absolute hammers. So yeah, when you make contact, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he killed three with one shot using the, that one ounce load. And um, there was four in the wad and he missed the lead one and killed all three on the backside. So That's, it was good. And they were all stone dead. So sounds about like my shooting. Great. You know, I, I so, aim here and three birds behind it die. So your wife was not a fan of y'all spending money on the hunting stuff. But have you noticed that women can spend money with their daughters and stuff? And they completely complete. I never had a daughter, but we have a granddaughter. But I can't, oh. but I know how wives are and how they do that. And it's just, they don't even see that part of the equation, but hunting is all about expenses. So Heather's sister's getting married here in a couple of weeks, uh, back down in Augusta, Georgia. And so trying to buy dresses for that, I have seen more packages from Macy's, Amazon. They went to Dillard shopping and I just like, how many dresses do we need? <laughs> um, you know, she's trying to outfit, you know, herself and three girls. Um, and then, of course, you got to do the shoes and the accessories. And you're just like, geez, you complain about a $300 shotgun shell order. And, like, there's $500 of dresses right there. So, you know, <laughs> Did it's, you a have, and take. it's a give and take. Do you have to just shake your head and say, that looks nice? I, I just, hey, whatever whatever you want to do. I do, not, I do not argue about money with her because usually I end up losing. So I just... Kind of accept it and say, "Yep, that that looks good, dear. Whatever you want to do." <laughs> Michelle's a shopaholic, bad shopaholic, and yep. she will she will wear something and I've never seen it before, and I'll be like, "When'd you get that? I've had this for a long time. You're full of shit." <laughs> you know, I know yeah. you. I've I've seen what you wear every day, so that you are full of crap. That is not something you've had for two years in the closet. Right. <laughs> uh, well, like last year, you know getting a getting a new uh, shotgun i ended up buying a used benelli uh, super black eagle found it down in cabela's and she's like what'd you spend 200 dollars on at cabela's and i'm like oh no just some decoys and stuff and she's like no no no. what'd you buy and i said well i ended up getting a, a new shotgun you spent 200 dollars on a shotgun i didn't want to tell her like hey truthfully it was 900 dollars. <sighs> i talked the guy down to 700 and 200 was all i didn't have cash on to like that i had swirled away to <laughs> so um you know like hey whatever we'll we'll just i'll take i'll take the lumps but you know you you do realize she's probably gonna listen to this yeah yeah i absolutely know she's gonna listen yeah, to it so, that's all right. uh, I, my son he's in school right now and he, i i monitor which podcast of y'all he kind of pulls up um, I, can, I don't blame you for so, that <laughs> yeah yeah so um, makes sense that's good parenting. So he's like dad dad can you pull me out of school so i can sit in on this and i'm like no like you need to go to school <laughs> you have a football game later this afternoon and if i pull you out you're not going to play that's, that's so he's like, yeah but you're you're talking to jeff and andy like uh, why, why can't i do this and i'm like just go to school you can listen to it later so you're, you're being a good dad yeah. um i don't understand and i my life is different than everybody else's because we do a lot of cash here. So I do a lot of shit. Michelle has no clue how much money we have or don't have none. And she's yep. probably going to listen to this and she's clueless about money anyways. And I don't, that, she's the least of the worries that you have at listening to this. What do you mean? You just open a whole can of worms there. What did I say? Jeff, big brother is watching us. <laughs> I, f I don't give two shits about the federal oh, government. Cool. I know yeah, he does federal government. He does. No, I don't. He does. 87,000 ISR agents are now looking at Jeff Stanton. And they've all got weapons. They're all armed and well-trained. And I'm, thanks right. a lot, Jeff. That's just what we need. Well, I hope they send the little fucker up here that's in the wheelchair. Did you see that guy at the training? I did. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I want. I think that's I can outrun him on a, regular, on a regular, and I can't run very fast anymore. I'm not worried about that shit because just push if, over? if they put, uh, that's what I'd do. 87,000 IRS agents are going to go after middle America. Every person that owns a small business in this country could go to prison probably because every one of us does something that's not right. Uh, no, we do everything that's by the book. Thank okay. you very much. Okay. IRS. But what I was going to get at is I don't understand men who do not have separate money from their wives. Cause I know yeah. my wife does cause I, but she, she uses a card anyway, my card, so I have to pay it off every month. But I don't understand men that don't ever have cash hidden from their wives. I, I just don't get it. There should be a happy medium, though. Of what? Like, do you think that you should be able to go out and purchase 
uh, let's two thousand dollars shotgun. If you that. if you want to and you make money, yeah. If it's going to keep your kid from eating mashed potatoes at night, no. But if your kids are eating and you have your bills paid and stuff, what's it hurt? So if they eat mashed potatoes, we're good. Yeah. So Andy, <laughs> now hold on, Jason. Let me tell you on Andy before. Andy okay. has told me before. Hey, just put that money in the safe. Just keep it separate from me, please. I've never said that. Never, huh? <laughs> no. Now you're not worried about federal government. Now you're worried about Jesse. Every, everybody's going to be coming at us now. We but got, We got my wife, your wife, the federal government. It is not going to be pretty here. When we just go yeah. radio silent, you'll know what happened. Yeah. So I kind of, when I was in Germany, when we were stationed in Germany, I had uh, I kind of made a separate account. Heather kind of didn't know about it because I truthfully got tired of the, well, what'd you buy? And it'd be like a birthday present, an anniversary present. Right. And, you know, so I would take money aside, like, you know, if we spent money on a Coke and I got like, I used a five and whatever cash I would get back, I would just put that in my pocket and put it in the bank. And so I've kind of, I still do that uh, to some occasion. Um, it keeps down on the fights. Now, if I want to tell her like, Hey, I'm looking to buy this, I'm going to take $200 out of every paycheck and I'm going to kind of save up for right. it. You know, we, we're adults enough now. I mean, you know, we've been married 19 years that we'll, we'll kind of have those discussions and we'll make it work. Now there are those that I'm like, Hey, this is an impulse buy and I'm going to completely do it. And I'm just going to take, <laughs> take whatever <laughs> at you and I get on the backside. And you know, that's, if you're not doing that when you're married, like then you're probably haven't been married long enough. So, yeah. See, we have, we've got a fair, neither one of us really buy anything though, but, it's weird because she would never stop me from buying something and I would never stop her from buying something. But neither one of us have this big spending habit. So it works well. I would under, I would agree 157% on what you just said. What? Y'all neither one buy shit. No. Y'all I would agree but, that. But but it like Andy I said, will take it if I buy it, but he ain't buying the shit. No, no, no. But like if she if she wanted some expensive purse or something, I'd never tell her no. And if I wanted a brand new shotgun of some sort, she would never tell me no. Right. But we just, I don't know, live well below our means, I guess. Y'all, if, if the world was ran, Jesse should be the accountant for the United States. I'm telling you right now, we wouldn't have to give Ukraine. It'd be a very boring United States. $300 billion because we could just write him a check for $900 billion if she was in charge because we'd have the extra money. Jesse is very, very, very good with money. And but I've never really spent. Even when I, I mean, I've never really had Zach, your your middle one. He he spends. Yeah, he's, or he did when he was a kid. I don't know what his spending habits are now, but he I, was all about the flash, all about that wham, that walking around, walking money. around money. He used to call it all about that walking around money. <laughs> yeah, I we um, you know, I'll buy I'll buy expensive things. I'm you know, if I'm going to buy something, it's going to be quality. Yeah, because uh, I'm a buy once, cry once type exactly. of guy. Exactly. Um, you know, but the biggest things we ever spend money on and we'll, we'll save up for it, but we'll, we like traveling. So, you know, we'll, we'll set that money aside and just like, all right, Hey, we're, we're going to go on this trip and we'll try to set the money aside. Uh, Christmas, you know, we start buying Christmas early. So we kind of start doing that now and we'll, you know, so we're just not spending $10,000 right there at Christmas time. So I wish we could take Christmas off. I'm telling you right now, me and Michelle spend most of our, we, we spend a lot of money traveling. That's our thing. We like to do that, and I'm going to continue to do that. I love to travel. But, yep. man, if we could take Christmas off, we could go to – really, we could go to Tahiti every year if we just took Christmas off. That is the biggest waste of money. I am on Scrooge when it, it comes to things. I can't do it. Do First it. of all, if it was up to me, we would. But My them, kids don't need any more shit. I just spent a bunch of money on your kids for his birthday. He doesn't need it. Well, he wants it, and I, and it makes me happy to see my grandkids yeah. smile. But I would, and th- this this is what's kind of a bullcrap deal that we kids caught on. I, I I don't mind buying my grandkids anything that they need or want, basically, not just need because they don't need anything. What they want, I try to make them happy. I grew up as a kid without a lot of money, and so there was a lot of things I wanted that my rich friends had when I got older. When I went to elementary, I went to school with a bunch of poor kids, so we didn't know that other kids had new shit like electricity and refrigerators <laughs> and shit. So that was all new to us, but. Anyways, I want my grandkids to have stuff, so I buy them stuff. But by God, my my youngest son has got this deal now. Payne's not in the military. He makes really good money for what he does, really good money. But he says, he said, I've got a 401K. He's got a retirement, blah, 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 blah. So he spends what he makes, everything he makes. If he makes $3,500 a month, bring him, he's going to spend $30,498 that month. But his deal is now, 
is that he told Michelle some stuff he wanted for Christmas. I'm like, you're 22 fucking years old. What do you need for Christmas? He goes, y'all don't spend money on me on nothing. He goes, if you look at the three boys, you spend a lot more money on Andy and Zach than you do me because of the grandkids. He goes, it's only fair that I get an equal portion. What equal kind of fucked portion. up world is that shit? Where is there a portion at anyways? You know? So I think Christmas. So he's counting my kids as me? Yes. And Jesse? Yes. <laughs> Anything I spend on your boys, he thinks is his or his ex Comes out of my, yes. my portion, yeah, apparently. He figured up Christmas the other day. He said, y'all are going to spend 1500 a piece on the grandkids. He goes, that's ought to be 3000 more for me. <laughs> per <laughs> family. Where do you get this fucking math at? Per well, family. That's that baby child mentality. Oh, you know? it is. He's that he's is. one of he's one of your guys. He's one of y'all. He's military guy. Is your mom you know, is your mom cutting you a check for Christmas? No. Uh, maybe should have raised him a little bit better, more conservative, not so liberal. Jeff. I mean, that's, oh, I'm throwing that, that one is. back on you now. That he's is. got a lot of Democrat in him. I'm telling you, and it comes to my money. Well, and also you got to look at where he's stationed. I mean, he's up there at Fort Lewis, Washington. That's uh, that's uh, kind of some uh, crazy crazy land up there. Oh, a lot, a lot of liberal bullshit. But anyways, that's his that's his outtake on Christmas. So I figured what we do for Christmas time is we buy the grandkids. I th- this is this this is what I'd like to do. Buy them one present. I'd I'd like to spend no. I spent we spend five hundred a piece on grandkids and buy nobody else nothing else. Okay. I would save so much freaking money and be happy. Well, now I'm not gonna get a gift. See how am I getting punished? This is this is what we come into right now. How why am I getting punished here? You just said that's what you should do. I said I said cut back from the grandkids, not cut back from from my small allotment. Small allotments ass. <laughs> but anyways, that's so you so you got four kids. It never ends, Jason. I'm telling you, the older they get, it just compounds. It's like compound interest. I'm telling you, it just goes and goes. And goes. I, I see it at Christmas time when whenever we're home with uh, Heather's mom and uh, stepdad. They so there's when everyone is in one location. There's 23 of them. Ooh. You know, Heather is the oldest of uh, four, and then there are 13. No, now there's 14 grandkids. Sorry, they just have one. Um, so Christmas is insane. And we have before we've had to rent U-Haul trailers to attach to a back of a suburban to get crap home. So we have <laughs> that much stuff. We did it this past Christmas Jeez. from Charleston, South Carolina, back here to Fort Leavenworth. You know, we had that much stuff where we had to rent a you know, the 10 foot U-Haul trailer and we're dragging it 19 hours back here. I would have never seen a, tra- a U-Haul going down the road behind a suburban and thought that some bitch is full of Christmas presents. <laughs> he's like, he got Christmas present there. I bet I kept poor bastards moving him drive halfway a, across the country. Having to move at Christmas. That's, that's poor fella. But now if yeah, you see it at Christmas time, think, you know what it is. You have, did you say you have three daughters? Yeah, I have three daughters, uh, 12, seven and four. You need to. Uh, four year old. She's, she's a little spitfire. She keeps us on our toes. She was definitely not planned at 40 years old. So, dude, you, um, you better buy stock in Procter and Gamble. You're going to be buying a lot of tampons in your life. Oof. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's the three of them will pretty much be either leaving teenagers or all be teenagers kind of at the same time. So, yeah, it's going to be that whole puberty time is just going to be miserable. Mm. I tell you what, when, 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 when pain left the house, we had an empty net nest. I, I'm not going to lie. I walked through the house and I'd cry a lot at nighttime and not just like boo hoo hoo, but I'd walk by and I'd see a picture of the boys at little and I'd get tear. I would upset me a lot, but I'm telling you after about six weeks, you don't cry no more. Then when they come home, you cry when you're ready. God damn ready for them to leave and go back home again now. Yeah. But, Empty, yeah. that's it's a tough time when they all leave the house because man, you've got so many blessings in your life, and all the noise and confusion and mass just hysteria that you deal with every day. You're gonna miss that one day. You're gonna be in that house. It's gonna be awful quiet, and it ain't gonna change. There ain't nobody coming home, and that sure does get sad for you. You're laughing, Andy. Yeah, I, you know we start thinking about it some, but you know it's like I think what I won't miss is all the traveling. Yeah. Like the, oh, we got to get this kid to this event. Now this kid's got this event at the same time. Like today, Heather is taking Deacon's football game, which is down in Kansas City. I'm taking Kennedy's volleyball game with the two little girls because they're both at the same time. And then, you know, you just you just conquer and divide as best as you can. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it's not man-to-man anymore. It's it's kind of like a zone defense, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, somebody told me when when your kids outnumber you, you are no longer a parent. You're just a bouncer. That's all you are at that point. Yeah, I mean, they there are sometimes you're just like, what got into you all? When did I get feral hogs in this house? Because y'all are just screaming and carrying on. And then when they bring their friends in there, you're like, yeah. what? Like it's just 
you just manage the chaos as best as you can and try to like it's it's hurting cats is really what it is you're just trying to like oh hey stay over here a little bit oh no right. crap you just moved over here and yacked on the floor over here <laughs> and like, i have, oh, i have noticed i've got really good kids when they're not around other kids because they your kids will become the lowest common denominator if you've got a turd in the punch bowl and like yep. we were we were out i won't say where we were because it's a small community and um, but we were out and my kids were hanging out with some other kids and they just became shitheads. And I was like, what in the fuck has gotten into you boy? <laughs> and I knew what it was. It was his, it was his ratchet friends that were just bringing them down. You're blaming, yeah. you're blaming your kids being an ass. You on go, other kids they they go down to the lowest common denominator. If you've got a turd, your kid's going to be a turd. And if by, on the other hand, you need somebody to raise them up. Well, maybe Reese should raise those other kids. He up. should, but he's not doing a good. He's not being a good leader. <laughs> all right, he's not being a good leader. When we get to when we get to football, I'll I'll, I'll tell him all about well, that. Well, let's, let's let's do football now. Here we go. All right. Oh, the guest went eleven and seven last week. That was Shanahan. Andy went ten and seven. That was me. You're beneath Shanahan. Jeff, yeah, well, you you ended up winning though, Jeff. Right, thirteen and five, and we're not giving away any swag this week. Will this be the week? So will this be the week that someone wins $100 in swag? It might be. Okay, so uh, Big Honker Podcast Group, I'm sorry to say you're probably not getting swag again this week. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just say that. Jeff's going to save a $100 bill uh, more than likely. So we'll see. Well, I can at I'm, least beat Andy. So Yeah, well, you got a good shot at that. Well, Shanahan, My picks are terrible. Shanahan did that, so it's not like it's something to write home about. Here we go. San Diego. Who's going first here? Um, Are you, you since, since you I lead, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. This week, Thursday night football coming on tonight, San Diego at Kansas City. Also known as Los Angeles at Kansas City. Okay. But, the Bolts. You know. Yeah. The Bolts versus the Chiefs, while we can still call them the Chiefs before we have to change their name to something else. I am going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers. I also am going to take the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, it's going to be a shootout, but I think the defense is going to do one stop on Kansas City. You're probably looking like a 40-style game. I hope that it is 49 to 45. I mean, I really, really You do. got a lot of fantasy players in that game? No, 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 no. I just, just excitement? I thought last week was – I thought last Thursday was going to be that way, and it was kind of a dud. But, I mean, Buffalo yeah. just kind of trounced them. So, hopefully this week will be, like you said, 49-45 and – uh, a good yeah, game. I got Travis Kelsey on my fantasy team. So, um, you know, hope for, you know, another eight catches, 100 yards, and touchdown, get that 15 points or so. So, well, I do have Justin Herbert. So, you know, I got, I got some stake in the game. I got yeah. Austin Eckler. I forgot about that tonight. Okay. Here we go. The New York Jets at the Cleveland Brownies. I am going to take Cleveland because their defense. Jack, Jacoby Brissett going to be 2 and 0 probably. Cleveland. Cleveland defense is going to win that game for him. Okay. Miami at Baltimore. I'm taking Miami, and this is my upset. Woo. Baltimore. Baltimore. Tell you, two, two, glove, oh, how are they, like, two, 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 yeah, him. Oh, two, oh, double T's. I'm, I'm, he's going to, he's going to kill. He's the one, huh? Baltimore. Baltimore's good, good defensively. I just, I don't, I just not sold on Baltimore still because I'm just not a Lamar Jackson fan. That's great, and he's a great, great fantasy quarterback. Okay, the Redskins, or excuse me, I can't say that then. Commanders, the Native Americans <laughs> versus the Washington Football Team. Yeah, I like that name better than the fucking Commanders. Yeah, you know, I mean, bunch of dick slaps up in Washington, anyways. DC at Detroit. <sighs> Boy, Detroit really has got an improved football team. They gave Philadelphia a good game. And I don't think Philadelphia is as good as the. I'm going to go against my heart, and I'm going to take Detroit. Detroit. I'm going to break from y'all. I'm going to go uh, Washington. The Commanders. Hail to the Chief. Indian Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Oof, boy, that was Indy's ugly, ugly, ugly last week. I'm going to take Indy, though. Indy. Okay, so Indy always going to Jacksonville. You, past seven years hasn't hasn't won. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville, and this is gonna be my upset. I like it. Okay, New England at Pittsburgh, and New England is favorite at Pittsburgh. I have no idea what people in Vegas are thinking. 
I don't know that is Mac Jones even playing? Yes. Did you see your brother cut him? Yeah, he's, football? Play, he's playing. TJ Watt is out. Yeah, I'm still going to take Pittsburgh though. Uh, fuck. But you said New England's favored. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Pittsburgh. That'll be my upset. Well, I mean, that's good. Just that's a good upset. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on, with Pittsburgh on paper. Carolina at the Giants. Are the Giants gonna be two and zero? Carolina I'm, at the Giants. Yep, I'm taking New York. I'm taking Carolina. Carolina. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Tampa Bay is favored. I mean, New Orleans is favored. No, Tampa Bay is favored. I'm sorry. I am taking New Orleans at home. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. It's going to be close, but Brady and the defense from Tampa Bay just looked, I think, better. And so I'm going to go Tampa Bay. You I agree. And, if, a- and if, they ta- if they take away the deep threat, which is what Jameis is more about, I think you stop New Orleans. Let me, let me, yeah. Jameis didn't. I mean, you look last week, he didn't really use Kamara to his full potential. Kamara's, they said, Kamara's now running back instead of, yeah, hey, we're going to get him one on one against a corner or a linebacker, and he's going to make that guy miss, and he's got five, seven yards each time. So he's got a bad rib, but I'm going to tell you another bold prediction of mine, and this is way out there. Tom, Tom Brady doesn't finish the season this year, I don't think. For personal wow. reasons. Give me a break. He's missed practice again this week. Well, yeah, I'm sure he gets a Veterans Day just like uh, – A Veterans Day? I think it's uh, – I'm wanting Giselle to come back home day. No. I'm telling you the guy's personal life is wrecked right I'm now. I'm not saying it's not, but he is not – he 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 has zero. So, quit, you know how you guys have been talking about Giselle probably not happy that Tom – so, I, she, I saw an article this past week. I cannot remember where it was, but she had mentioned she was not happy that Tom was coming back to football, and she was – she was pretty upset, so yeah, I think Jeff's on to something with that. Of course one, not. So. She said in an interview that she is ready for her time. She is ready to do what she wants to do. She is ready to not have to, not have to raise uh, Tom's illegitimate child and their two children. She's a legitimate child. Got to be thirty-eight now. I think he's fifteen is all. That's it. Yeah, I think I think I read fifteen, twelve, and eight. I want well, to say are his I, kids. I'm but telling she, you, the big D's coming down the road there, Jeff. Don't wish They're going to get a divorce. You watch. And That'll people go crazy. Day. People go crazy when they're divorced. I'm telling you, the guy has got a ton of shit going on. Can in you imagine? If they get a divorce, can you imagine how long he'll actually play? That motherfucker might play till he's 60 if he gets a divorce and doesn't have anything to come home to. Or he might get him a Mike Tyson face tattoo. And who knows? I'm telling you, though, the guy is something upstairs. People go through that shit and they change. For 20-something years, he's had the same schedule, basically, since he's been with her. And she's given in to everything. He is, he's got some issues right now. And I, I just I have a feeling that he's going to walk away before it all did. 15, 12, and 9 are his He's already kids. starting to miss practice during the week, which he doesn't need a lot of practice. I'll give you that. But I just I have a feeling that he's going to have some personal issues that you're all of a sudden it's going to be breaking news. Tom Brady's taking a leave of absence from the football for a little bit. Just I said it first. When it breaks here. But what if they get – what if they – I mean, what if they do give him two weeks off? What if they've got such a – you're going to win the division easily in the South. I don't know about that. You're going to win the division easily in the South. So you, what if he – what if they've got – a four-game lead, and he takes two games off in the middle and of the season. Then they would have a two-game lead. I don't think New Orleans is that bad. Michael Thomas is coming back, looks great. Kamara's going to get healthy again. New Orleans has a good defense. I don't – I just – I I have a feeling he's going to take some time off, and you can't do that in NFL. I, it just don't work, And I, and I but I think this is the beginning of the end. So here's two games in the middle. you got the Seahawks and the Browns. What if he were to take those two games off? And they go 0-2. How does that do You're that? You're not going to go 0-2 to the Seahawks and the Browns. They you're going to go one, you're gonna go one-on-one yeah, with that. You'll so probably you'll lose to the Browns because of the defense. Um, but you're going to beat the Seahawks easily. I think y'all are thinking so. that this is Tampa Bay from two years ago. Remember, Tampa Bay got knocked out of the playoffs in the first round. Yeah, They're not the same football team they were two hold years ago. Hold on. He brought them back. It was the defense is the only reason that they weren't playing for another Super Bowl. The defense gave up a long bomb to Cooper Cup to end the game. He he came back and scored. He lit it up in the second half. Yeah, I'm telling. He went you. to the bench, put his head down, and everyone knew yeah, it was everybody over. Everybody knew like, like this. He's coming. He's coming for blood. Okay, we'll just see what happens. But now, I don't I think just, I don't think Tampa Bay's a lock to win that. Division. I did just read a report that they are living in separate houses. Somebody shared that in our podcast yeah. group. That usually is not a sign of a happy home. Oh, I don't know what well, to tell you. Well, we we will see, but. 
that's why I think that Tampa Bay, I see some problems. I'm taking New Orleans in an upset this week, but it's not my upset, but I'm taking them. All right. Seattle at San Francisco. And this is going to be my lock. This that was according that's according to ABC. C O C O K O C O ABC News. They are reportedly living in separate houses. So right. we'll see. I took San Francisco. Who who what's the game? Seattle at San Francisco. San Fran. San and Fran. And that's my lock. Okay. Atlanta at the Rams. Rams. That's my lock. Jeff, who'd you pick? The Rams. Yeah, I'm, I'm Rams. Atlanta's just not. They're Atlanta. Not they don't use Kyle Pitts enough. And that's not coming from a fantasy owner of Kyle Pitts. No, that you draft him and you don't. Arizona at Las Vegas. I'm taking Las Vegas over the little the gremlin guy. Vegas. My Raiders. Hunter Renfro, Clemson, two touchdowns. <laughs> I hope he does. I need him to. He sure did fuck them over on that Uber ride. <laughs> what happened? He ordered an Uber. They were going somewhere. I think it might have been the Hall of Fame game, and they step off, and it's like a, a, a Kia Soul or whatever. It was Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, Hunter Renfro, and I think maybe even one more. And they were like, we're, yeah. Hunter Renfro is not ordering the Uber from the airport anymore. Top bastard? <laughs> I guess so. He didn't get the, he didn't get the Uber XL. So. No, he did not. He got Uber Electric probably. Uber Green. That looked like us going to the airport to go to uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. I ordered Uber for us. I ordered a extended Suburban black nice deal, and Andy orders a freaking minivan with fucking tape on the windows from going garbage bags. Who got there first, Jeff? Well, our guy got lost. Who got who got who got to the destination well, first? But we were comfortable. Okay, I wasn't uncomfortable. Houston. I was real comfortable when I got to my car thirty minutes before you got to yours. Houston at Denver. Denver. Yep, Denver. Denver. Cincinnati favored on the road at Dallas. I'm taking Cincy. Cincy. Cincy, and that's my lock. That's a good one. I hope you're right. It should be. My go, my deal about picking Dallas every week, hoping they'll get beat, is over because now I really do think they're going to get beat a bunch. They said they're 32 out of 32 on the power rankings now. Oh, they look bad. Green Bay at Chicago. No, they're at home. I'm, who's home? Green Bay. Chicago's at Green Bay. Sunday night football. No, Think yeah. they do that at Soldier Field? No. Yeah, no shit. I wouldn't do shit at nighttime there. Too dangerous. Fuck yeah. Even even old uh, Beetlejuice, she don't get out after dark. I'm taking Green Bay. Green Bay in a big, big win. Have I already done my lock? You know, I've already done my lock. No, yes. You got Green Bay too? Owns, owns the Chicago. He does. He's part owner of the Chicago Bears. Okay, another great football game, or should have been a great football game before the season started, was Tennessee at Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. Buffalo. Oh. Oh, I feel Tennessee coming. Oh, you wanted to do Tennessee, though. I I did want to do Tennessee. I think Derrick Henry's going to kind of rebound a little bit, but uh, Von Miller, that Buffalo defense looked real good against the Rams, and Josh Allen's just, he's too, he's got too many weapons, I think. You know, if you did not know Von Miller and you didn't know Derrick Henry and, and you didn't know shit about football and you lined one of them up at defensive end and the other one at running back, you wouldn't know which one was which. No, no. Derrick I mean, Henry's Derrick way Henry. bigger. That, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but you, would not, you wouldn't be surprised if Von Miller was the running back and Derrick Henry was a right. defensive player. He is such a massive dude. He did yeah, get put he, on his ass in that game the other day, though. Uh-oh. Is that a tank? Sorry mowing our front yard. I don't know if you guys are picking that up. Sorry. We just heard a little bit. We're good. You don't mow your own yard? Uh, So I mow so contracted for the front yard. Um, I have a fence, so I have to mow inside my fence. Um, But yeah, they privatized housing, so they they pick up the bill on the the mowers. Nothing wrong with that. No, I don't mow my yard. So Andy does mow his, though, because he's too tight to pay somebody to mow it. I like mowing my yard. Matter of fact, last time you had your yard mowed by someone else, I paid for it. You owe me that. I'll just remember that. Okay. Take it out of my Christmas. The, the la- Take it out of my Christmas kitty. You have no Christmas kitty no more. That kitty's gone. Okay. The last game and probably the hardest one to pick of all is the Monday night game. Actually, there's two Monday night games. Tennessee and Buffalo's a Monday night game. Minnesota at Philadelphia. I am taking Minnesota. I'm also taking Minnesota. 
hurt hurts me to say Minnesota on the road. Um, Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, they're gonna they're gonna do it. So yeah. They look very dangerous. They look like they may be the only team that can give Buffalo a game after week one, and it will I think change. I pissed away $100 in my bet with Shanahan. Would you bet? $100 at uh, Green, Green Bay. Green Bay wins the division. Yeah, he took Minnesota. If they, if they play 16 more games like they did week one, they might be playing for the Lombardi. I, I mean, they look fucking good. But Kirk Cousins is their quarterback, and I have about as much faith That's in true. him as I do Dak Prescott and Lamar Jackson when it comes to winning the big game. But they do look really, you. really good right now, and they've got all the tools, and they've got a good defense. It, it, yeah, I mean. That, that's the thing. If Kirk Cousins keeps playing the way he has, and, I mean, Jeff, you're right. It, it's going to be hard to say that he can do that. Um, but, you know, go back to a couple years ago when they were in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins was a good player, and you got a Jefferson, Thiessen. The defense on Minnesota just looks, looks real good this year. So I think – I truthfully think they might win the North this year. They, they look. They, they, they look really, really, really good right now. They've I'd got, say if you do you take out Tampa Bay, they're definitely the favorite in the NFC. See, I don't even think Tampa Bay is a top three. In so the who NFC. would you who would you give it to? Minnesota's I, definitely up there. It would be Minnesota. One, you're you're already giving it to Min, them? Minnesota right now. If I was ranking the NFC teams, okay. I would rank Minnesota one. Okay, I would rank rank. San Francisco too, even though they got beat in Chicago in the rank because I because I, I think what's his name is going to be out before long. Who Lance or Trey Lance? I don't. No. You you think? Yes. Let, let, okay, you, okay. I'll, I'm gonna rank mine, then you rank yours. I'm doing Minnesota, San Francisco. I'm gonna go with Green Bay three, and then somebody else four. And I don't know who it is, but those are the three best teams now because I think Green I think Green Bay is gonna be just like they were last year. Those those rookie receivers are gonna start catching the ball. They're, and they're going to be fine. There's no timing with them. The, the, the veterans don't work at all. I think San Francisco's got so much talent. I think San Francisco against Chicago was about like Green Bay was against San Francisco in the playoffs. The weather played more of a role in it, and it hindered the better team. San Francisco would beat Chicago's lips off on a dry football field, I think. Based off of week one and week one alone, I'm not looking at anything else, just week one, Tampa Bay and Minnesota are up there, and... I don't even know if there is a third third team. Like it's wide ass open. The Rams, I think, is big trouble with I mean, Stafford. The Rams could turn it around. The Packers could obviously turn it around. San Francisco, I did not think that they look like world beaters. It was a hurricane, so or monsoon. We'll see. I, Week two will I tell think one. my my top three right now, NFC, Minnesota one. Um San Fran is gonna be up there, and then truthfully, Tampa Bay. But you got Philly that's going to have a good chance. Philly, um, yeah. They look good. And this week will be t- the one that tells with the Packers. If, you know, Watkins and the rest of the Green Bay receivers don't do anything, it's going to be a long season. You're probably looking at nine and eight. Yeah. And put- they didn't have Lazard, so I will give them that. Lazard's, yeah. you know, the, the one <laughs> receiver that they did that he does have a little bit of chemistry with. Uh, he when, didn't have when when Lazard is the, the key to your football. He's team, at least got screwed. chemistry with him. I agree with that. I it's mean, just he's going to throw the that. ball where he trusts the guy, just like Tanyan. And I was, I'm if if Lazard continues to miss time, I wouldn't be shocked if Tanyan comes and has a good year. The I I'm just not sold on Tampa Bay. First of all, because I, I they just how could they played not? a horrible Dallas team and it was an ugly they game. Did. And Chris Godwin's out now for three to four, six weeks again. I think that's no, really going to hurt said him. He's going to come right. They said he might. Said he'll be right back. Okay, not well, that bad. Not any, that big. Of a deal. Anyways, Arizona's not any good. Matt Stafford, if his elbow is okay, they're going to be really, really good and hard to beat. But I just, I think he's got more problems. But what's amazing about more than anything from any else thing else in football that shocks me is how does a a, a kid with decent speed, not world beater speed, get open all the time and nobody can fucking keep Cooper cut from catching the ball. I don't know. Absolutely amazing that the guy. You know he's coming. And, and they can't, they, what, he catch 12 balls the other day? I don't know. They couldn't stop him. Yeah. You can put three guys on him and he gets open. And and I don't think he's a 4-4 kid, is he? He was 15, He was 13 for 15, 128 yards and a tud. Who was? Cooper Cup. 13 catches. On 15 targets. How, what What's his speed? Is he a 4-5 kid? He's not a 4-4 guy. I think he's like four, five, four, six. Uh, yeah. He's not fast, but he, you know, it's like that that Bill Belichick recipe. Hey, I'm gonna take the the small white guy in the slot and 
Tom Brady's going to be world world famous because of that guy. Um, now you're just doing the same thing with Sean McVay. He's doing it with with Matt Stafford, and that's what we're going with. Um, it, it's amazing to watch the guy because you know he's not he's not the over top deep ball, uh, which they thought Alvin Robinson would probably be. But you know he did shit in Chicago last year. He's going to do crap in L.A. this year. Um, but Cooper Cup's going to be that key. And if Cam Akers doesn't do anything. I don't know. I don't know if Rams going to make the playoffs. So. Four six two forty is what he ran. His shuttle score must be absolutely crazy because he's got quick feet, but he is he just gets open just, all yeah. the freaking time. Wes Welker used to do that, but just well, Hunter Renfro does it. Hunter Renfro is not no. a fast guy, no, but he he runs those routes so perfectly that it throws the DB off, and if he puts a finger on, it, he's catching it. So that's that's your Cooper Cup now. It's an, an older Hunter Renfro style player. I, I, I'm a big Hunter Renfro fan. I own him in a couple fantasy leagues. And I said before the season started, and Andy made fun of me, I said, if I can get two stud running backs and I could get a good quarterback, if I can get Hunter Renfro and Jalen Waddles, my two starting wide receivers, I could win some I could win leagues because those guys are going to get a ton of catches. Now, Hunter Renfro in the first game, I don't think he done much, did he? He didn't do anything. Jalen Waddle no, had a good no. game. I think it was Welker more for the Rams or for the Raiders that game more yeah. so than Hunter Renfro. But Jalen Waddle had a hell of a game still. But those two guys both can catch the ball and they get open. And Jalen Waddle's got, you know, it's amazing to think that Alabama's receiving core they had with a kid at Vegas who who had the accident and killed that girl. What a uh, what folks. a what a team! What a deal! Yeah, and every year that's that's Alabama, like in a nutshell. Not some I, I don't know. This year's going to be. Interesting after watching that Texas. Um, we'll, we'll see if they have, you know, Saban said it last year, oh, it's a rebuilding year. I don't know how it's a rebuilding year when you go to the national championship every year. Um, <laughs> that was a and, fun game to watch. You know, actually, I did not. I, I sucked this past weekend. I didn't watch a lot of college football. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, just family events, the way we were going. But everyone like kept texting, man, are you watching this Alabama and the Texas game? And I was like, no. And then <laughs> I, I thought it was either safety or intentional ground. I, I didn't see rough in the passer. No. Uh, we're coddling quarterbacks way too much nowadays. Like you put a finger on him. Oh, it's going to be rough in the passer. And mm-hmm. I don't, I, just, you know, I don't think it wasn't. I, I don't think they were coddling the quarterback. I think they were coddling Alabama worst called game I've ever seen in my entire life. And I've seen a lot of football games. Well, you know, it's bad when Alabama, when Nick Saban's complaining about the refs. Well, like, he should be happy. Complains about the refs every other Alabama game, but <laughs> for Nick Saban to step up and say, "And these these refs are horrible," like uh, Nick, are you watching any other of your games? He what? he won. They won the game because of officiating. I'm, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Well, it's the two if, points. Well, not just the two points deal, but the kid face mask right in the middle of fucking everybody. Ray Charles could have seen that son of a bitch from the 15th row. Face masked him. Texas, where they had the ball first and goal on the two-yard line, they would have scored a touchdown there because they was running the ball. They could run the ball. That would have made it 20 to to 10. With th- That was the ball game right there. That was the deal. Texas had their chance to win, so they, they had their chances. to. They should have won the game anyways, but the officiating was absolutely atrocious. And then the, the play where the guy missed the sack on the quarterback, fucking left tackles got the guy – fucking molesting him and raping him right there on the line right in front of everybody and that should have been 15 yards back from there and that would have that probably would have sealed the game but they had their chance to win it's on them nobody else if Tip- that kid comes up with the sack at the very end they win the game win there the too game too so I mean, but on that play there was a whole what ifs in that game i mean you look at yes. had texas starting quarterback stayed in the game you know he's a lot of that, fun to watch the big one the officiating the missed sack um the missed face mask call, like there, there's so many things that could have led to it. And but one, that's football. Like I that's mean, it. stuff's going to happen, and we're all going to, you know, we're going to sit here on the Monday after, and we're going to like bitch and complain about it. And you know, but that's what makes the sport so great. Yeah. It it either unites us or divides us in such a way that we're gonna we're gonna just continue to talk crap about it, and we're gonna do it. All the time. Yep. And this week it'll be something else. But after te- after all the bullshit, the bad calls, the the injury to Quinn years, everything, Texas still had a chance to win the game, and they didn't win the game. They didn't finish. And the better team finished the game. And if they play ten times, Alabama's going to win eight of them. But Texas really did look good, and they played well. 
and they, they have improved over the years. So I'm happy for that. But anybody that goes into a game and says, you know, if we can just play coast, it'll be a good thing. That don't that don't that don't fly with me. You should if you don't think you can win, you shouldn't be fucking playing. Right, right. right. And you know what the spread was what, 20, 21? 22 yes. at one time. Two, I think. Yeah. And you you come down to a two point game. Like ultimately, <laughs> you know, watching the like that was just a it was a good game. The you know the fans in uh Royal Stadium, you know, they're just – they saw a great game, whether they were for Alabama or for Texas. The number so. one streamed football game in the history of Fox Sports. Really? Yep. I now, believe it. Now, they wow. haven't had streaming forever, but n- that was the number one streamed football pro or college ever in the history of Fox Sports. I'd like that. to know how many people tuned in at halftime when they saw that it was still – when Texas was ahead at halftime, if I'm not mistaken. Great football. No, I think it was tied 10-10. Kid was missed, it? Kid missed a field goal right before half, too. There you go. There's okay. your ball game. Blame it on the kicker. Blame but he it did on make one when it count. But, 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 I mean, I guarantee you, like, people saw the – people probably didn't watch much of the first quarter because they thought it was just going to be a Bama runaway, and then they tuned – looked at halftime like, what the fuck is this? I tell you what I got out of halftime. I got out of the first half was if Quinn Years plays all the time, uh, Arch Manning better go somewhere else. Nah, it'll Quinn, all work out. Quinn Years looked like the real freaking deal. He did. And he I don't had know that, if, He had that uh, future – you're going to have a, you're gonna have another uh, NFL quarterback in Leavenworth, it sounds like. Uh, but Quinn Ewers had a little bit of that Brett Favre in him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, that's not a good look for Mister Mister Favre. No, and I haven't really followed much of it, but just the few things I've seen, like oh my god, like I love I love Brett Favre. Like, yeah, the gunslinger was he didn't care. Like I mean, you know, he couldn't read a defense for a crap. He just like hey, there's Mark Chamira, there's Sterling Sharp throw it and it's uh i don't know we'll see but yeah he but i mean you take this out and like he's never he's never been accused of being a choir boy like even when he was in green bay partied hard uh he goes to the jets and you got the jen sturger text messages he's sending his dong out and uh pill addiction so i mean yeah that's the big i just remember all the pill addictions i forgot about the jen sturger uh you know, text chats. Um, I forgot about that. And yeah, I mean, he's never, never been the choir boy, but you know, he was fun to watch. He was fun to watch, but now it, it, I don't know this one in the era that we're in. I mean, I mean, even, even you take out the era, like he was, they were misappropriating funds from a welfare uh, program in Mississippi to build a volleyball, a volleyball court. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Anyway, listen, man, we appreciate you coming on here. This has been a fun pick em, and uh, I, I'm rooting for you. Hopefully, we finally send out $100 in swag. Well, I hope so. I mean, it's it's not my money I'm playing with. That's right. You know? You're on the house money. Hopefully, everyone in the podcast group uh, gets a little something out of it. So, there we'll see. Go. Well, hey, we there appreciate you, and we appreciate what you do in serving our country. God bless you and your family. And if you ever get to Texas, we'd love to have you see you come down, Jason. All right. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you. Thank you. Bye. Jason Hart, good guy. Jason Hart. That was fun. Yes, it is. Very good time. I don't feel good about any of those picks, though. This was a tough week. It's going to be some hard games from tonight on. I hope they're good games is all. Just give me good games. The Cincinnati-Pittsburgh game was a good game, but oh, it was horrible at the end. It's like nobody wanted to win. I can't handle watching games like that. You know who should get the keys to the city of Pittsburgh? The defensive back that blocked that fucking extra point. Yeah. I just I don't like watching sloppy football. Like the the game between Buffalo and Kansas City, where it's back to back to back to back, and everybody's just clicking on all cylinders. Or I guess the offense is clicking on all. Yeah, cylinders. when defense is playing good or sloppy football, that's the that's, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what when it defense is. Defense is playing good yeah. or sloppy ball. Yeah, but um, the, you know those shootouts are a lot of fun. Pittsburgh's a defensive team, and they have been forever. Mike Hard Tomlin knows. is a very underrated coach. He's never won the big one. I don't think has he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he won it with. So I, uh, no, Cower won it. He won it once, I know. He did win the Super Bowl one time. But always has a team that's competitive. <clears throat> yeah. Always. Yeah. And and gets the most out of their talent. Could you imagine if they could get lucky on these teams and get a quarterback since Roethlisberger? Because Roethlisberger ain't been good for three years. Yep. But but for in the last four or five years, they've had no quarterback at all. They've still been competitive. Uh, Who? They've had – Roethlisberger, three years ago, I think he was pretty good. I think that was the year he was hurt. Anyways, but since then, but before Roethlisberger got hard, they had a top-notch quarterback. They haven't had one in a long time. I don't think Mitch Trubisky is a top-notch quarterback, but he's a serviceable. He's better than Cooper Rush is. 
Oh, 100%. And, you know, that's the difference between, you know, Buffalo Trubisky was the backup last year. I can't yeah. believe Jerry Jones went into football season without a legit backup quarterback that can play. Cooper Rush, they thought so much of him, they cut him and waived him because they knew nobody would pick him up, and they put him on their practice squad. Trying to find his. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, they cut both of their ex- their extra quarterbacks and waived them both. So now, it would have been 2018. Yeah, four years ago. He got he only played two games in 2019, and then he was pretty well done after that. Yeah, but that but that's how long it's been. Well, I can't find the he he's not been good since 2018. Can't see what the columns are, but that's how that's how much thought and process the Cowboys put into having a backup quarterback is they waived both quarterbacks from training camp knowing damn well nobody was going to pick them up. No, two years ago, he th- he threw for 3,800 yards. Now, 2018, he threw for 5,000. So That was his last year he was good. <clears throat> but he threw for 34 touchdowns that year and 16 interceptions, and then two years ago, uh, 33 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So, But he threw for – How many yards? 38. So he averaged just barely over 200 yards a game. 253. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's not very good in today's football, because hmm. he probably had a couple four hundred yard games. Probably, but uh, you you look at, but that that's back to the Cowboys. That's how bad it is. David Blau, if you watched Hard Knocks in Detroit, mm-hmm. was cut by Detroit, and he was picked up by Minnesota automatically. They were going to put him on the. They was going to put him on stash him on their right. practice, practice squad. squad, but Minnesota signed him to their active roster. Dallas done that with two guys, and nobody even nobody wanted them. And now that's the guy who's starting. Do you remember a couple of years ago when it was Ben DiNucci, it was Cooper Rush, it was brung Terry Bradshaw out of retirement for a game or whatever it was. They did everything. That's what Dallas is facing right now. If 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 Dak misses a couple of games, he'll be all right. Three weeks, he'll be back. You think he'll be back in three weeks? Three weeks, three weeks. Well, Jerry the, Jones said so. With their offensive line, I don't know. Three weeks. All right. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all, and have a great week. Or weekend. Bye. That's right. Go look at our sponsors. Go check out Bangtail Whiskey. Check out Alpha Outdoors Specialties, Looking Glass Podcast, Lucky Duck, Shin Gear Waiters, Gundog Outdoors, Pacific Call, Dive Bomb Industries, Boss Shot Shells, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Ducks Unlimited, Dirty Duck Coffee, and Double T British Kennels.